Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We're talking about the situation um, with Germany trying to find ways to replace uh, the energy they typically get from Russia for obvious reasons, right? Um, not only is it unreliable at this point in time, but any money they do spend on it directly funds the Russian war effort. This has been a situation for a few months now. Um, the German leader is in our country meeting with our prime minister. They were signing deals on green hydrogen uh, in the Maritimes yesterday. Uh, in the meantime, Olaf Scholz, who is the leader of Germany, appeared on um, CBC yesterday with my old colleague Vashi Capellos. And in an interview, he said, we would really like Canada to export more liquefied natural gas to Europe. But he said there are no business cases at the moment. And our leader says it would be a costly endeavor. Not sure if it would actually pay off in the end because the timeline is rather long. So, wait a minute. You just made the business case, didn't you? When you say there's no business case, you just said Germany would really like Canada to export more natural gas to Europe. That's the business case, isn't it? Uh, what am I missing? I'm not sure. We're going to chat now with Dale Nally, who is the Associate Minister of Natural Gas and Electricity for the province of Alberta. Um, uh, Minister Nally, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Shay. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, this situation, uh, just give me your take on this, because it's all very, I mean, it, it seems like there's some common sense at the middle here, but nobody's talking about it. Where does natural gas fit into what's going on right now with the situation in Europe? Well, natural gas is the is the solution. It's uh, it's the cleanest fossil fuel that we have, and uh, in Alberta, we have some of the cleanest natural gas in the world. And and my message when I speak to global investors is that our natural gas is so clean because of our methane emission standards, and because the liquefaction will will happen by hydroelectric facilities. Because of all those reasons, the last drop of LNG that is consumed on this planet should come from right here in Alberta. That's how clean our natural gas is. Unfortunately, Shay, we have a federal government and a, uh, that has continued to slow play us on every effort we have had to get our natural gas to global markets. The leader of Germany and the prime minister saying there, there hasn't been a business case. I mean, with the, the parameters may be changing and, you know, some of these big businesses are taking a closer look at it now, given what's going on in Europe. But up until now and the situation in Europe, it just hasn't made sense for these businesses to bring in the infrastructure, build the liquefaction facilities and the, you know, the ways to transport it. So is that true? Is it just not been economically feasible? Well, first of all, it is absolutely economically feasible, but the challenge with the business case is that we have a federal government that continues to change the goalposts on regulatory approvals, and that has scared away investment. We have had 30 projects, Shay, that have uh, have been proposed somewhere off the coast of Canada, the west coast, the east coast, 
30 projects that uh, have been proposed, and to, to date, only one is under construction, and that's LNG Canada. And that project, by the way, took seven years to be approved because we have a federal government that continues to slow play us and change the goalposts. So where we are now with Germany saying, you know, we would like to see Canada export a lot more natural gas, is that even possible? What are the timelines like now if there was suddenly a change of heart internationally and at the federal level to say, yeah, let's do this? What are the timelines like? Well, here's the challenge: is is because of the failure to get uh, pipelines to the east, it's uh, it's no longer uh, an opportunity uh, to get uh, Alberta gas to the east coast as easily as it would have been and could have been. But there are other opportunities for us. We can get our gas to Asia, which would free up uh, other markets that could get their gas to Europe. We can also get our gas to the Gulf Coast, and there's actually a couple of Alberta companies that are currently shipping their uh, natural gas to the Gulf Coast, and they're getting it to Europe that way. Now, my, uh, my my comment is that this is absolutely the way forward. Uh, in order to, to have that happen, we need a federal government that needs to get out of the way. In fact, I would say to our prime minister, if you're willing to streamline approvals for for projects on the East Coast, then, then why don't you help us streamline projects off the West Coast in Alberta that will help us get gas, not just to global markets, but specifically to Europe? So we're talking about this absolute pressure point here today. How did we get here, though? I mean, we've had successive governments of all kinds uh, for a number of years. Did we not see this coming? Have we just at every level of government dropped the ball historically on this? Well, uh, it, for the for the last uh, seven eight years, it's been, been particularly bad. I'll give you a specific example. We had the uh, the, the NGTL is the the Novagas transmission line, and that's how we ship gas across the province and how we get it out of the province. And because of increased production, we're always needing to expand it. So we had a 2021 expansion. The Canadian Edge Energy Regulator approved the expansion, and and this is quite standard because quite frankly, we can't heat our homes in Alberta if we can't get this gas around. So it's uh, uh, quite, in consulting with Indigenous communities, regulatory approvals, all of that is something that, that we're used to. Uh, in Alberta, we do a good job of it. And, and we were anticipating the CR to recommend approval. They did recommend approval as we expected. Unfortunately, the federal government took seven months to approve it, even though even though the, the CER's recommendation was sitting on their desk. I had a conversation with Minister O'Regan. I pleaded with him that if you continue to slow play the province of Alberta and expanding our, uh, our, our uh, natural gas pipelines, uh, it will harm Albertans. It will, uh, it will uh, create a problem uh, we're, that we're seeing now, which is we're getting less than $2 a gigajoule for natural gas. They're getting $10 in the States. They're actually getting $50 in Asia and $90 in Europe. Yeah. And this is because we don't have proper egress. And the reason is we lost an entire construction conceit season because the federal government had to see our recommendation to approve and they sat on it. I pleaded with the minister at the time to move forward with approval. So what do we do? I mean, where we are right now, what's the message from the province? I mean, it sounds like there's been missed opportunity after missed opportunity after missed opportunity. Is that what it is? Like, there's an opportunity here. Let's not miss it again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the problem, of course, is regulatory hurdles that continue to be put in front of us, regulatory hurdles like C-69, which are a deterrent to investment. Now, we, we have a, a, a prime minister, and I'm thrilled that he signed an MOU on hydrogen. We think that hydrogen has an absolute incredible future in, in this country, in Alberta. But the fact is, there's an energy crisis today that we've been talking about for years. The prime minister has just woken up to it. And, and my message to the, to the federal liberals is if you're willing to streamline approvals for Germany off the East Coast, 
please streamline approvals in Alberta, streamline them on the West Coast, help us get our clean natural gas to energy markets, uh, to global markets, because there is a demand for clean, responsible energy from secure democracies like Alberta. Uh, And the business case is there, quite frankly. That's the point, uh, Minister. When when we hear these leaders saying there's no business case, but at the same time saying, yeah, we would really like to get a lot more natural gas from Canada, that is the business case, is it not? It is absolutely the business case. And let me tell you, I was in Asia uh, earlier on this summer. There is an insatiable appetite for Alberta energy and exists not just in Asia, but in Europe as well. The business case is there. Well, I mean, like you said, the one one liquefaction facility that we're developing with Alberta Natural Gas will go to Asia, right? That's the West Coast one that ultimately will be sending uh, natural gas to Asia. Yeah, so we we are meeting that demand to some capacity. It's Europe that uh, seems to be the pressure point now. Uh, Mr. Nally, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us this morning. My, my pleasure to, to come on here. Thanks, Shay. Thank you very much. That is the Associate Minister for Natural Gas and Electricity for the province of Alberta, Dale Nally.